Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 15 of the Oki Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross, along with Devin Green, Joshua Unruh, and Nikki Robinson. Uh, we've had uh, some issues with scheduling today. We had a guest that was going to be showing up, but they couldn't make it today. So we are just going to make it a free-for-all. And I just want to know what everybody is excited about coming up. And Devin, we're going to start with you. Devin, what are you excited about right now? Goodness, it's a big list. Um, <laughs> it's a, it always is, isn't it? <laughs> what are we geeking really out about? I'm excited about television. And what an embarrassment of riches we have. Um, oh, God. I am excited about Gotham, which mm-hmm. I know I, I might be in a minority no, I'm group there. for that. But Rise I, of the Villains? Well, I, I mean, you're in a minority as far as the ratings the room. would have you. <laughs> I know. I mean, no, I mean that's. I, I mean, know. I do. I do have sort of like, I'm my my interest in Gotham yeah, is extremely questionable. <laughs> but the whole I may be in the minority. No, no, that's a fact. No, that's a fact. I have the science. <laughs> and, yet, and yet Fox still keeps it going. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, just for you, I, Devin. I think it's va- maybe so. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm vastly entertained, and I can't wait to see what they do with season two. Um, I'm also really excited about the Blacklist because James Spader mm-hmm. is just killing it on that show. He has chosen an interesting character. Uh, It's hard to do. I've never been thrilled about the anti-hero because, and I don't, and and this is across the board. I never watched Breaking Bad for the same reason. I not, I don't like the anti-hero. I've never cared for that character, but I care for James. I don't care for James Maynard. You're not supposed to. I love the way he's doing it. Mm -hmm. And so he makes me interested to watch him and uh, really enjoying that show. I'm looking forward to the season premiere as well. And I love that. This may just be me. Um, James Spader is why you watch. But then there's a delightful supporting cast too. I don't really care about Lizzie. And Except for Lizzie gets beat up every every episode. Poor thing. (laughs) You know, and poor her. But like, but like. The supporting cast, the the little the computer guy mm-hmm. and the the beautiful massage agent and just yeah, so it's it's a heck of a fun show. And why I, can't I just have a show called The Beautiful Massage Agent? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I would just why can't you just have a thing? Yeah, I would watch that a lot. And that would right. that should see she's that probably pretty, will. She's pretty amazing. She's yeah. And so. I have to say, with television, there was a, a an article on on NPR this morning with television people who are doing television. I think it was actually in marketplace that there is so much television out there right now. Uh, one television critic was saying, "This is like I go to my sports editor and I say, this is like if there was all of a sudden fifty new sports mm-hmm. with fifty new teams each, and you got the same amount of people to play with." You yeah. know, as far yeah. as to, to, to review yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. So it's the same amount of critics. And they're watching like four to six to eight hours of TV a day yeah. to review these things. And then, of course, people get mad at them like, well, why did you only watch two episodes? Well, because I don't have <laughs> I don't have enough life left. Because then the next round of new stuff came on. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And especially with Netflix. Oh. You've got so many things going on with Netflix yeah. and with the and, – and the used to be that when the summer happened – that's when some of your basic cable shows would come out, and that's when they would be new. But mm-hmm. now the networks are worried about losing ratings during the summer, so they've brought in their summer shows, yeah. and there's just there's always new television. There's very rarely any reruns anymore. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty fascinating to watch, um, like that splintering of both audiences and ways that they consume their media, mm-hmm. so that now. You could have had a mad scramble for viewers that was kind of a race to the bottom, 
But happily and unexpectedly, they have instead decided to try and out-quality one another. Mm-hmm. And It's true. I mean, it's, yeah. It's a nice problem to have. It's a nice problem to have. I mean, unless you're a TV critic and then you're like, <laughs> God, I hate TV. I know. It was, it was, it was a <laughs> right. lot. That is, was the issue they did back about 10 years ago when they had the writer's strike was it was a race to the bottom. It was any, we'll, we'll come up with any reality TV show we can think of. Yes. Do you want to marry my dad? Am I your mommy? You know, it was some horrible. Horrible. That's when I horrible broke Horrible television. TV. Yeah. It's a tough time. And, that was, and yeah. Was a good dark phase time. to miss for the, me. The dark days of television. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the early aughts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it went from, ed, there was some edgy quality television and then just all of a sudden, mm-hmm. just, you know. And isn't that what happened to Lost? That's that what happened to Heroes. And yeah. Lost suffered. Yeah. But Lost brought it back until. But I mean, a lot of these these writer strikes and things that went on. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember something. Like they were working around the writer strike somehow. But yeah, I mean, it suffered. Suffered. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, I think there's also been the the stigma of being on television is no longer what it was. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing anymore. Movie stars would never be on television unless it was for some little fun little cameo mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. but they certainly would never star on them that was just the death knell of your career and that's not the case anymore and it go back to, goes back to James Spader mm-hmm. James is but it, he's not the first but it, it's, it's people like James Spader have said oh I can still have a great career and be on television there's no longer right. that stigma of being a TV star is worse than being a movie star yeah, and look at how many I mean yeah James Spader is just the tip of the iceberg Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. you know I mean doing mm-hmm. doing a Netflix original television show not even on a network and, and that was an amazing House of Cards was amazing yeah I it's mean, fantastic I think it's, that's probably one of the best series I've seen and it had time. to be uh, Netflix would not mm-hmm. be where it is right mm-hmm. now if it were not for House of Cards yep. exactly. that was its that was its dice roll and it was it was all, not only dice roll I think Isn't for Netflix I think it was the dice roll for all streaming media mm-hmm. was if if this hadn't worked yeah then uh, Community probably might not have been picked up by Yahoo uh, I think there's a uh, Hulu has now picked up the Mindy project they're yeah. doing mm-hmm. a, a Amazon is doing a um, oh my God I've forgotten the name of it it was that movie that had um, Tim the Toolman Taylor <laughs> cannot remember his name uh. so Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, the Santa Claus. The Santa Are you God. serious? No, no, what was his name? Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Uh, who, who was I don't know what you're talking well, about. The, the home t- Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim okay. Allen. Tim Allen. It was that space movie that he did. Oh, oh my oh, gosh, yes, Galaxy yes. Quest, yeah. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest is They're coming doing on. A, series a series on Amazon. Yes, that was a really, really convoluted way to get there, but we got there. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay. Another, another great show that I think is going to be fantastic is, is Galaxy Quest. I think there's a lot of ways mm-hmm. to go with it. There was a comic book version that came out about six to eight months ago that was hilarious and i think they've got a lot of places they can go with that i i am prepared for galaxy quest to be enjoyable that was a great movie great concept but i am starting to wonder if it's like oh oh so streaming is the way that we bring back anything Anything that that, that was only around for 10 seconds yeah you know yes um it's for the writers fan fiction sure you know yeah i mean as long as it keeps working but i am sort of i'm just i'm just waiting yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> right. But I think, Josh, that you had mentioned uh, in one of our previous episodes about how the beauty of streaming is that the the Netflix and the Hulus and, and they don't, and Amazon, they don't have to worry about it being a hit right now. Yeah, no, that, no, no. The, the long the tail point. is a huge deal. Yeah. There's a huge deal. And and I mean, that's that's actually the upshot of that splintering of the audience is if you split 
the audience that fine, then all you need is one of these, um, you know, cult kind of hits to keep the plate spinning. Like if you're, if you're popular anyway, you know, an Amazon service or Netflix is kind of where they need to be. You're not, I mean, yes, they would be happy to grow, but that's not exactly the the goal. Like ratings in the way that we would normally think of them are not the goal. They just need to give you a reason to sign up for one more month. And if they can, you know, do Galaxy Quest, you know, for the right amount of money. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you're right, because it also sometimes shows take a while to catch on. That's the whole point of kind of the geek shows that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. And usually that's the problem with network television and ratings is by the time it starts to hook on, it's gone. Yeah. Because it just did not get the the, the pet push. It did not get the ratings like it should have. I was looking online the other day and, you know, I've been raving about Killjoys. We're watching it a second time Um, because it's just so fun. Where do you find the time? Is there... Is there a way to I legally own, watch Hulu? Hulu. Oh, it it's is all Hulu? up on Hulu. It's okay. 10 episodes. I I not a big commitment. And I have discovered something about myself. I really love Canadian action like TV shows. <laughs> Turns the out. Canadians. The, Flash, 90s, the 90s has so many things for you to rewatch. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> so excited South? about it. Flashpoint with Veronica Mars dad in it. Yes. So yeah. good. But I mean, I mean, um, I what love was that it? Show. Forever Night. You've got a vampire oh, yeah. policeman. A vampire policeman? Okay. Yeah, he's like a vampire detective. And I don't know what city it was supposed to be, but it's pretty obviously Vancouver. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, and Killjoys. Yeah. Kill SG1, is I think, took place. Predominantly. SG1 Canadian. was all filmed in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... It, it's... I lo- yeah, I just, I'm discovering that about myself. And Canadian uh, action just seems like it'd be awfully polite. Right? <laughs> Sorry about That's that. Kind of what, Sorry about shooting know. in the face, eh? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very... It's very squeaky clean. I don't know. Like okay, Flashpoint I'm was like I'm very annoyed that, that I'm looking for Killjoys on the Hulu app right now so I can add it to my list. And I am not finding it. You uh, I'm going to feel bad if they took it down yesterday, like today. But See, I'm wondering it's if on Sci-Fi Hulu. has it. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out. Sci-Fi, Sci-Fi has its own app. Now, of course, everything's going to change mm-hmm. when Apple comes out with its new Apple TV with the apps. Because everybody's going to oh, be building yeah. their apps. Um, I don't know what all they're going to do as far as whether they're going to pay for certain things. Um, I just, I don't know how it's going to exactly yeah. work, but you know, it, cutting the cable is a great thing. I've cut the cable myself and we've actually enjoyed it. Uh, my only problem with it, I also don't want to be nickel and dimed. Yeah. No um, kidding. Which is at some point that's, we've got to go, okay, you know, I pay Let's a pick. certain amount for Netflix, Hulu and, and prime and, and HBO now. Mm-hmm. But at, at some at that point I'm going like, and CBS asks for like six bucks for it. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no. no. Not gonna, you you know, gotta draw the line. I enjoy your CBS shows, but I'm not going to pay because ABC and NBC and Fox and WCW all right. have Hulu. Yeah. So I'll watch their shows on Hulu and totally. you guys can get six bucks from someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. But yeah, Killjoys was on Hulu a couple days ago. We're checking I'm looking. Out. I'm looking. Okay. He's, he's on it. He's on okay, Forever Night. I need to check out. Okay. Uh, when I say Making you need to check it out, that is by extremely specific metrics of I, I apparently really like Canadian episodes. action. No, I think it's got a lot. <laughs> Forever Night only went for like a year. I'm still on. Are, well, yeah, but that's like straight to syndication year. Oh, well, that's true. That's like 9,000 episodes. I know. Well, and then and, and almost <laughs> anything by sci-fi from the 90s. Oh. In the, in the sci-fi, I mean, it was all was, Canadian. Was Warehouse 13... Warehouse Ots. 13 was, was and 90s. so was, um, oh, I love oh there was show. a great show with the girl who was in SG-1, the blonde, she, where she played some kind of 
immortal type thing that was really good and it was also Canadian and it just didn't okay. it didn't last more than yeah and I don't know if Warehouse 13 is Canadian but I know that the show creators have something to do with Killjoys as well and oh. it's got Aaron Ashmore who I yeah it's got Aaron Ashmore who is um Jinxie on Warehouse 13 is a prominent character so you go. need to add Regenesis to that list why? Regenesis. The, Regenesis is all okay. You, we talked about lie to me before. Oh, mm-hmm. but this is like a viral geneticist type lie to me. He does. Um, he's a. Or there's a certain word for it. He's a doctor, and they do research at this lab, and like everything is like CSI biology. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Is it awesome? I love like a love, criminology love type it. thing. Love it, kind of. Um, like the first episode is basically the last episode, and then you work your way through of what happens because they, oh, they give you all okay. all the answers at the beginning, and then it you oh, watch fiction. the rest of it, That's like and fun. then you figure it out. Okay. But like the very first episode, he's on the phone and he's like, "I've done something terrible, and everyone's gonna get you know, everyone's gonna die," and then he gets hit by a car, and then you're like. Okay, and then it goes to the beginning. <laughs> Twelve <laughs> hours before. Is it now? Is it new? No, no. This is old. Okay, older. Um, so probably it's also a Canadian Netflix. show, which is what made me bring it. Mm-hmm. Made me think of it, and it had three seasons, and it really, really good. I've watched. I that's one of the few shows that I've watched like three or four times because I liked it so wow. much, and then nothing. And then the oh, seasons, then it got canceled, mm-hmm. and because I mean, it was at that time that it just it wasn't the right yeah, time right. for it. So yeah, really tel- good television is, is just very exciting. I'm really thrilled about what's going to be going on. I'm pointing at your shirt because that's what's tomorrow. I know Doctor <gasps> Who. Oh, oh, the season premiere of season nine, so and we are very excited about a whole bunch of things going on this season. And first off, they're talking about fun and exciting and adventure. And Clara no, is Clara. leaving. But she, you now don't get too excited. She's apparently going through the entire season. It's like a happy dance. It was a happy dance. But she's, she's leaving. She's leaving like the last episode of the season, yeah. right before the Christmas special. Still, so she got another job, and and that that's great. And she's a talented actress, and I love what they did with her to start with. But it just got and and they but I was not today was the first time I actually printed anything about it because. All last year, the same thing. They were saying, oh, we're going to get rid of it. In fact, she even said that apparently the Christmas special was supposed to be her episode, but they got to the end of it and went, you know, let's just rewrite this and make it to where we go off into the sunset, skipping and jumping. So, um, (laughs) Not unlike Devin, skipping and jumping. I heard that she's going to go play Queen Victoria. Yeah, 18-year-old Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria. Nice. No, I think she's very talented, and that's part of my dislike of her on the show. Let me clarify. I really like Jenna Coleman. Yes. I just don't like her character. I never have. No, see, I, I loved her with When Matt they Smith. tried to explain it away, like yeah. that's why she's so vacuous and you know it Yeah, the only thing I don't want her to do spoilers. is die. I would like someone to die. I don't I don't Someone I, needs to die. I, somebody or I'll be unhappy. <laughs> no, I, I I just don't want her to die because she's done it twice. Right. I she's died twice. I don't want she's already die. died twice. Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, she. Nobody's dead for real in Doctor Who anymore. Right. Well, oh, Clara, because well, we, time we, travel. Because Stephen Moffat. Well, it's not just because of like. time travel. She got splintered into into throughout the Doctor's timelines, and so she actually, she, Clara actually didn't die. One of herselves inside. Oh, the so doctor's her her timeline. AU died. Her She's alternate universe. In, or in, something. In, in, in something like that. Like that. Yeah. Yes. So, and that. 
So just her dying wouldn't even be an ending so much. I right. just think she should go off and, you know, I mean, there were very few companions who have actually died. Yeah. Uh, Adric is one of them. Cassandra back in the first Doctor's I- issue. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two that really just died. Um, in New Who, no one's died, I don't believe. No companion. I'd have to really, no companion has died. Well, well Stephen yeah, Moffat doesn't believe in killing people. How no, have I gone this long and not had the opportunity to say, New Who? How has it gone this long? Oh, isn't that great? I love saying New Who. How has it gone that long? New Who. It's a fun. And, it, and it's a great way to describe the difference between classic and new. Mm-hmm. But actually, I guess you could take, say the Williamses. Uh, Roy and Amy did did technically die, and that was why they they said that they were done. Well, they because you mean, see you see their grave. They, yeah, and I mean they died at like eighty seven. <laughs> That's what I'm so saying. It's not, they, like, it's not like a right. I mean, when Adric died, and this was this goes back to the Fifth Doctor. Yeah, and Adric was aboard a ship that was heading toward Earth, and. The doctor was going to go try and save him, but the Cybermen blew off the ship and they couldn't get to him. And so the doctor had on the screen watching Adric die. And I was like 15 years old or 14 years old and and, uh, 13. I was young and Adric was one of my favorite characters. And Mm so I, that messed with me, but it, it would, that's that was great television. That's kind of yeah. That's so, the whole. I don't want Clara to. I don't want that to happen with Clara. I, I want don't. It, it would be. It wouldn't be quite as special. So. I, yeah, I don't particularly want her. But to Doctor die. Who. I would like people to start dying. Yeah. Well, as people a part. Die. <laughs> people need to no, die. No, they don't. Well, I have important a... people. No. Yeah, we need some Game of Thrones action deaths in here, I think. Yeah, just saying. No, I, I just, Game one of my of major Game problems of with Moth. Man, <laughs> they tear out my soul are so good. and then leave it out in the rain for a while. And, and it's then... gotten so bad that now, when anyone gets close to death, like one of your favorite characters, you go, yeah. and they make it through, and you're like, oh. okay, they're, they're at least <laughs> How do you guys it. still have tension over that? Heads up, spoiler, everyone is going yeah. to die on that They show. don't always die. Because I've read all they the They don't books. always die. That's the problem. I, oh, and I know. But, but, they're, but it's going to, when Sansa it's doing was its being own held thing. over the eagle's Yes, no, I mean the, more. That moon, I know. moon mm-hmm. window. I'm excited for it. I was, I, I thought, oh, she's gonna die. They're gonna throw Sansa right out that moon window thing, and and so then she didn't. So they now, don't always. You're, you're always but that's expecting that. Yes. That's like a stay you, of execution. It doesn't mean no. That exactly. <laughs> they're not that's, saved. It's the tension of wondering when. Oh, when? Yeah. Yeah. Ever, <laughs> ever since the red wedding, I've been on the edge of my seat every time. Oh yeah, understandably. Oh man, that scene is. I just want everybody to pop back. I wanted to be like a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Like, like, a, like, the, like the undead. We're back. Ice people. I'm back. Yeah. Hi, I'm back. Didn't you just? I did. I did. <laughs> but but as okay. you know, Okey-doke. nobody's dead for real. That's right. Not in George R. R. Martin. Moffat took over. <laughs> right? <laughs> Big red reset button. <laughs> There's going to be. Uh, let's yeah. move on. Nikki, what are you excited about? <laughs> One of the things, and pretty much the only real big thing on my list of things I'm excited about, is the announcement of Pokemon Go. I have not touched a Pokemon game since I was like 11. It was Pokemon Red. I got it for Christmas. Was kind of bored with it. Never touched it again. <laughs> and my kids play it, play all the Pokemon games. So, you know, I've seen them and I've seen them be played. And I'm like, yep, still a boring game. Not going to play it. But Pokemon Go is probably going to change that for me because it is a augmented reality Pokemon game, and it's on. It's going to be on um, Android and iOS. And it, from what I understand, you're going to be able to go out and find Pokemon. And with Pokemon Plus, which you buy this bracelet that I guess has like kind of like a 
data chip in it and you can battle other people so you'll be able to like have those random encounters with people while walking out on the street and your little pokemon plus go plus bracelet will go off and you'll be like all right let's duel <laughs> let's do this it's, it is actual real this is pokemon. going back i'm going to, i've never touched a pokemon I know. <laughs> I know, neither have i never i missed i mean i'm just watch the cartoon but that's all i've you ever know, done this much mm-hmm. too old like it, i just mm-hmm. missed it and what is happening exactly yeah, the way the trailer i'm so made it look excited was the way it was explained to me i'm oh, yeah. so excited yeah. and i'm like it. finally and it took the. It only They're took them. Do this now. Yeah. It only took them what, fifteen years or something. So like it really that. is. Yeah. I mean, it's a true Pokemon. It's, it's when you go around, gather Pokemon, and then run around and hit. I mean, that's Five what Pokemon people. was. was yeah. yeah. And then you would you would battle people. It's like geocaching meets. Except it's anime. real. Yeah. And it's real. It's yeah. real life, and so you're gonna have people sitting on the streets facing each other <laughs> with their phones and their battles. And what I'm really one of the things that I'm really excited about is because you <laughs> do go out. And find these Pokemon. Just imagine the family walks that people are going to go on oh, to yeah. go do the to yeah. go find Pokemon. And because like the, a lot of gamers are parents now, and they're going to mm-hmm. go out with their kids and go take a walk. Okay. Oh my gosh! Did you see the Charizard that I found? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's a Pikachu or a Raditash over there. And, Once you know, I coffee, see coffee, one of those bracelets, I'm just going to yell, "Pikachu, I choose you!" and watch people and, duck and cover. Right. <laughs> People turn their hats backwards. All right. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding, guys. It was just <laughs> the background goes up and down. Yeah. I was like, oh. total, total overreaction. Everybody, chill out. I was just kidding. No, <laughs> absolutely adequate <laughs> reaction. Okay. <laughs> well, that's expected. That will be, and like especially like convention life. When you go to a convention, can oh, you yeah. imagine the yeah. kind of Pokemon oh royales that are going to happen? And they even like from the trailer, they had like a Mewtwo show up. And it was a huge group battle. So I wonder if, like, in big certain Metropolis locations, if this, you know, these super rare Pokemon are going to show up, and then whoever's around gets to battle it, and then whoever's around gets the Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, so I mean, if I mean, so as far fun. as like I gaming know. community goes, I mean, can you imagine the gatherings that are going to yeah. happen and all this stuff? So, I mean, with the convention aspect of that is just going to blow my mind. Yeah. That. I mean, especially if they have uh, I, I, like sort of sponsorship opportunities exactly. so that you can, you can make sure yes. those things happen at your, at your yeah. convention. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, just people posting on Facebook, Hey, we're going to have a Pokemon battle exactly. at the park. You I know, think, uh, you know, when, when we, when we inter- interviewed dragons and flagons, I am pretty sure exactly. that you could easily put a, get a room. Oh of, yeah! Of people just battling live Pokemon right there a in their phones. Poke brawl. Exactly. Exactly. TM. Right. That's so. That's something that just came out. Real. The trailer came out what last week? I think or the week and a half. Do we know when it's dropping? Uh, 2016. They haven't said when yet. In 2016, which up until a week ago seemed like really far away. Yeah, and it's now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's almost Christmas. Although, although this <laughs> has been a, for, for me a very long year because of well, I'll talk about it in just a bit. But yes, it's been <laughs> yes, it has. Year. Well, I think uh, I bet it's for summer though because they're gonna, you're going to oh, have yeah. to go outside to do it. So it's not it's like if I if I if, if yeah if there weren't an outdoor aspect, uh, I would house. expect December. You know, 2016 for the holidays, but no, they're they're gonna want that mm-hmm. gonna going want on. Yeah. So yeah, spring summer. And it makes me really wonder how. I mean, this is my 
programming wondering how the algorithm for knowing where the pokemon are at where they're going to be and all that stuff it's like that's what I'm really I think curious that would about. be probably the easiest because that you're just talking almost in in D and D would be a random monster roll is you're yeah, just random, walking random around encounter table. And, just, and just rolling until you That's hit that true. six like oh well there you go there's a monster there now so mm-hmm. or obviously there's a Pokemon I mean there. I guess it would be a lot easier especially nowadays with our GPS technology and yeah. stuff exactly. yeah I they mean, know exactly would, where you are or, at all times and like they know most of the layouts of most. Urban, every, every phone has a location places, services. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, when I played Ingress for a little bit and you could look at the maps, you know, and have an idea of like the the just mm-hmm. population density of who was playing like. Right. So, yeah. Funny. I mean, they'll figure Ingress, it out. Ingress, uh, I can't remember the company that makes it. I'll have to look it up. But the people who made that did the Pokemon Go. I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's. I don't want to say it's the same game, but I mean, I bet the, I think the infrastructure the, is the, It was basically the prototype. Similar. Yeah. Prototype is yeah. probably and what I'm thinking. Can you imagine? I was thinking even bigger is, is what the, the areas that you do a LARP in. You could have mm-hmm. a big, huge Pokemon. Pokemon you know, LARP. Just run through the forest and look talking. for Pokemon. And maybe there's some way where you could actually you know, maybe mm-hmm. get in touch with the developer and say, hey, we're trying mm-hmm. to put this here. Um, can so, you so do can a you boss pop, battle? Can you populate yeah. this forest with... And I think I, now, of course, I don't think that's going to happen next summer. But I think as as this well, grows in popularity oh, after two man, or three yeah. years, I mean, like if I could throw a a uh, wait, what are they calling it? Mewtwo. Pokemon. Pokemon Go. Go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like a Pokemon Go. I'm having a Pokemon Go birthday party. Right. I yeah, need. I, I need, need you to populate. You know, this area with lots because that's where I'm. Again, this is going to cost money. But yeah, I mean, if that's I mean, the if that's the the entertainment of my birthday party or something. Say, That'd be okay, say cool. we do a convention and you want a Mewtwo there. I mean, mm-hmm, they could do mm-hmm. it to where, like, you, I mean, if it's like a company sponsored thing, you could make the price tag pretty darn high. Yeah, no, it's and true. And they could yeah. make some pretty good money that way. Because you get people there. They, I mean, oh, yeah, the especially for a chance to, like, consider Mewtwo is like the ultimate Pokemon. Right. I mean,. Why is Mewtwo considered the ultimate? He's, he is genetically engineered. That is why. Oh, and, the and rest so of them he, are he he mutants. got all he got all the super awesome things from all the other Pokemon's. I just never thought he and so there's only cool. one because he's the only genetically altered super oh, awesome I know one. That. And now you know. And knowing is half I've, the battle. I've watched the Pokemon movie so many times with my kids. <laughs> I had Pokemon explained to me in the back of a nightclub by my brother. Now, oh. See what was funny was in the in, in what was it, the late '90s when when Pokemon started to get really big, and I said I said this is going to be this is going to be a pretty big thing, and I had someone else go, oh, "This is a flash it's in the pan." Thing. I'm like, I don't, I think that that in in 20 years people will still be talking about mm. this, and they were like, "No," and I'm like, eh. because it's kind of made to you know you've got to catch them all. It's really kind of it's <laughs> a collector's it's, dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It was it was perfect, and it was perfectly advertised um, and, and sold out to, to kids who are now, you're right, are now parents and giving it to their kids. And if we know anything about children, children are obsessive. Mm-hmm. And if when they like something, Boy, they will they like, like it, it. all day. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, Odd Man Out had a, a Pokemon uh, special on an episode. And it was really good because they were trying to get one of the girls to play wow. Pokemon Red, I think it was, or yeah. Pokemon Blue, one like, of them. And so... It's That's not, our shout out to the Odd Man, Odd Man Out, Out podcast. <laughs> we are we are currently in talks with them to see which thing one of us likes that they hate, so right. that we can go in and throw down about it. There I think go. I'm too laid back for that because I'll be like, okay. Well, that's why I that's why I characterized at least one of the things that I really like to be. And if you don't, I will fist fight you. Over right. It. Yeah. 
You're wrong. There's we are, nothing we are that awfully I'm passionate about our things that we yes, like. Yes, we are. With good That's reason. what goes geeks are. Also, about. one yeah. more thing that I'm really excited for is Sony announced new uh, controllers, new colored controllers for the PS4 that I'm super, super stoked about that comes in gold, silver, uh, steel black, and clear. And I'm just clear? Told, yeah, like you see through, and I'm just totally <laughs> 90s. I know that's just, just so like, 91. I had that mm. phone <laughs> that you could see all the innards mm. and everything. My, oh, yeah. my jelly PS4 controller. I know, like I'm, I'm totally <laughs> down with that. I'm like, I want the silver one, and so that's that's really it for me right now. <laughs> Pokemon Go and the you silver gold. PS4 controller. Go all the way. Talk gamer geek, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want me to go next? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I am excited about is Star Wars. I have always been a fan of Star Wars, although it, it died off after the prequels because I, I didn't care. <laughs> I, I lost all interest. I was wow. sad. Um, and not that I, I don't want to cut down the, the prequels. I really don't. They were they, they were they, they do a fine job on yeah. Their own. Yeah. I don't really they have to. We don't have to go there. If you're a fan of them, sorry. If you if you if you didn't like them, you know why you didn't. Well, like I'm them, really so. sorry if you're a fan of yeah. them. Well, apparently like, I was I'm hearing sorry somebody talk you. about how the fact there are people out there who are fans of the prequels and not of the original trilogy. Right. Oh, because they were children when it came out. It doesn't matter. I was a child. There no, was, there, I don't understand how you oh. could. I don't understand how you could be a fan of the prequels and not of the original. I can understand how you could be a fan of the original trilogy and not of the prequel, and I can be a, understand how you can be a fan of both. I can't understand how you could be a fan of the prequels and not be a fan of the original trilogy. That that blows me away. Remember that time we were talking about passion. This is this is what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I get it. I don't. Yeah, and so I'm I think apparently but the reason the why. reason this has been coming up as an argument is because a lot of these p- people who are big fans of the prequels and don't like the original trilogies are not going to really care for the new movie. No. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Um, and and that's I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it looks like well, when it's not just the the thing is that what George Lucas was doing is trying a new medium completely. It was all digital. That mm-hmm. was the point. Yeah. Because it was new. And George Lucas is nothing if not when he wants to play with the new toys. Mm-hmm. Well, and so did other people. He was not the only one who was playing just on digital. And the movies weren't, you know, you could tell they were digital. And then over the years, when you've got uh, Lord of the Rings, when you've got uh, other shows, uh, the, 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 the superhero shows that have come out, they've realized that you can't just go all digital. You have to have digital. a merger. You have right. to still do some realism as well. And to their credit, they visually... The prequels actually still hold up. Oh, they, much unlike so. you know, unlike so often, ten minutes after something comes out, oh, it looks completely. ten years old. Yeah. yeah, the prequels actually still look pretty they good. Are very pretty. Yeah, they are still very pretty. And and I think that that if you understand what he was going for and what the, and the style he was going for, it's not bad. I mean, I still I'll sit down and watch uh, Attack of the Clones and and uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Without a doubt, I'm not still can't just can't get into Phantom Menace just because it just doesn't do it for me. But yeah. But the other two, sure, I'll watch them. Mm-hmm. But that's not the big deal. The big deal is this movie that's coming out, <laughs> The Force Awakens, <laughs> on December 18th. There have there was Force Friday back a few weeks ago where all these characters came out on in toys, and everyone was running around getting the toys. I didn't care about that. I cared about the books. And I have um. already read a book and a half um, since that came out, what, what two uh, weeks ago? Yeah, Chuck what Wendig's? Book? Aftermath. Aftermath, yeah. Uh, which, um, let me tell you... Uh, it's very good. The, uh, Chuck Wendig is a fantastic writer. His story writing is wonderful. The interludes in between 
where basically you've got the storyline that what happens to on this planet after the re- return of the Jedi, what happens after the Death Star 2 blows up. Okay. And, and that's a great storyline. Then there's these little interludes, which have these Easter eggs, not only going back to the original trilogy, but also going forward to The Force Awakens. The problem is the, the Easter eggs are so, they're, they're such a weak, weak nod, nod with no explanation whatsoever that you go, mm. well, I, that's not really an Easter egg. That's just you trying to be clever and hoping I get it. Fan service. And it's not even that, though, because it doesn't even explain it. So oh. you go, so like at one point, uh, and this is early on, so this won't ruin anything, but they, they see these all these colored up, painted Stormtrooper helmets. And someone says uh, that, that it was probably from the new artist, and then he gets cut off. And, and, and I think it's a playback to the girl that's in Rebels who does all the colorful things with, with mm-hmm. on The oh, Mandalorian. Yeah. And, and there's, there's also mentions to, to things like Boba Fett, and, 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 and there might even be a mention to uh, Ahsoka Tano, but you're not certain. And so it's, it's so hidden in mystery that you go, well, that's not really an Easter egg. That's right. just... There's you know, no discovery. Yeah. It's just... It, and, and, and until the very, and the very end is the same way. It, there, it leaves it wide open. There's even a new character introduced that you don't know who this is. <laughs> but it, the whole point of it is that I think this character is going to be, once you watch the movie, you go, that's the guy. Gotcha. So mm. that's the whole point is they're leading so into this movie. And, and, there's, and anything that's going on that's with Rebels, so they tough. don't know. I mean, that's... Yeah. He had that a, he had that is really... Because you are you're asking me, or the reader, right. not me yes, personally, yes. You know, to, to care on an installment plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if it never, I mean, in fact, th- th- this is a, there's a comic strip I really enjoy called uh, um, Our Valued Customers. And it's, it's just one panel caricatures, but it's literally stuff said in this comic book store. And, and one guy said something like, you know, the reason I think that people are so upset about Star Wars is because they've been paying installments on it for <laughs> yeah, 25 <man>. years. <laughs> and, and now you're asking me to do that like, you know, forward. And if it doesn't land, like if that character you banked on a year ago to be the big breakout doesn't break out, I retroactively dislike your book. Right. Well, and that's why I think they're leaving things open because it's weird. because they don't know exactly what's <laughs> going to happen with these characters. Because it, these, we don't know where, how long Rebels is going to run. Is Rebels running consecutively? Which, by the way, if you haven't checked out Rebels, do it is well. So okay, very at this good. point, Rebels runs as long as Disney says it runs. Right. What? I mean, I mean, they can literally. It, there's no it, question is of it running yearly. Is it running? Is it is is it an oh, actual timeline? In other words, this is the second year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the second year, or is it going to be like? Well, I mean, the Clone Wars ran for six seasons. The 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 show. Mm-hmm. The Clone Wars itself ran for three years. It's like the mash of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> it's it. So, it, but what, what, are they going to do the Rebels thing where in five years or four it's years up. you have you know the the yes you have hmm. the a New Hope you have Empire Strike and you have these Rebels mixed in with them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what's interesting is the second book that I am reading right now, which I'm halfway through. It's Lost Stars. Oh my gosh! It's a it's a it's a YA, uh, mm-hmm. which of course is brand new. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I was like, so almost all Star that. Wars books used to be YA. Oh, they didn't have a oh they didn't have subject. That. They yeah. didn't have they yeah. didn't call things YA back then. But it's young adult. But it is it's a storyline of these two kids who grow up and join the Empire. And this is they oh. start out. It, this starts out eight years after the Empire has been. So by the time they're sixteen years old, they're now going on to the the they're going to the empirical training they're doing all that kind of stuff and by the time they're 19 they are out in the world and 
it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars Episode Four. Hmm. They're in the Empire doing this, and it's their storyline oh, as wow. they deal with how do they deal with the fact that there's a death, death, and there's big quotation marks, Death Star. Who yeah. makes a Death Star? <laughs> it's the, yeah, no, it's the uh, it's that are we the baddies gag? Right. Uh, yes. Yes. Are, are we? we? We've got we've got skulls yeah, on yeah. our shirts. Are <laughs> we yeah. the baddies? Yeah. Yes. It's that like. Well, um, we've got all these very severe uniforms, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I understand they built a Star Destroyer yesterday, heads up, and, star a, destroyer, yes. and a Death, Death star, star tomorrow. Right. I think we might be the bad guys. And then it's also how they deal with Alderaan, because they, I mean, they all watch oh. it, blow, including one of the uh, side characters is from Alderaan, oh, man. and watches his planet blow, as he's sitting there working for the guys who blew it up. You know, but then they also deal with how do they deal with the Death Star? A lot of them have friends who died on the Death Star. Mm -hmm. Of course, one of my favorite memes I've seen recently was the one with the stormtrooper who's got his head in his hands. I left my phone on the Death Star. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Um, So it it, it is. These are all leading toward it. And and I think the reason they're being so obscure is because they're not sure exactly where it's going. There's been a lot of secrecy. Um, But it is so exciting the books are so good I, i'm there's three other books that apparently are it's it's dealing with han solo leia and luke but here's what i'm getting from reading this and the and the, and the game mm-hmm. um uh oh yeah the game the, oh, no, the, yeah. the oh which i've oh. completely gone it's out of my head um but it's great i've been playing it like crazy on my iphone mm-hmm. and um and it's great it's a fun game but it's not about Luke, Leia, and Han. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where they're trying to lead people. After reading Aftermath, after reading this, this new book, Lost Stars, after playing the game, I think what they're trying, and, and, and reading um, the, the, other, the comic book, which is Shattered Empire. Uh, there's the first okay. issue has come out. I read it. And again, Han's in it. Chewie's in it because it happens right after. I mean, they actually see Luke come out of the Death Star and it blow up and everything like that. Um, in fact, actually, the, the main character in Aftermath was, if you'll remember in Revenge of the Sith, the uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, the Millennium Falcon goes in, being piloted by Lando Calrissian, and he goes one way, and he says, try and draw some of those TIE fighters off. Mm-hmm. And, another, and an A-wing goes the other way. The main character was in that A-wing. Oh. oh. And so you go, oh, that's very cool. Okay. That's, and a, that's a nice Easter egg. It right is. There. See, it's fun. Yeah. And also the girl in, in the, one of the characters who said, you know, one of the characters in uh, the you meet in Lost Stars was the one who came up with the tactical, she was watching the tactical advantage of the the rebels in the in Star Wars Episode Four. She's the one who figured out what they're doing. <laughs> if they hit this one spot, this could be tra- tragic. Oh, oh, and so gosh. she figures it out. Oh. And so you find out who the character is that does this. So it's, those are fun. Yes, I lo- I love when they take those minor minor roles and just expand yeah. on them. And that was that you're person. Like, oh, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, they totally turned the tide of the main movie or show or game right. or whatever. And, and they had such a minor part. But really. So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say this story, this, this new movie that's coming up, it's not going to be about Luke. It's not going to be about Leia. It's not going to be about Han. They're going to be in it. That's fine. Good. But yes, Good. and it they should be. To go in because, he, well, here's the Amen. thing the story, Luke's story, and actually it's Anakin's story, is over. He brought balance to the force. Yeah, that I don't was, really care about the prequels. It's not Anakin's story. No, but that's, that's the whole. George but, Lucas cannot even, pull that bait and switch no, on even, it. Even, the, even the, well, even the third, but Mm-mm. even the third one was even not the third. Revenge of the Sith, uh, Return of the Jedi was Anakin's story. We knew that at the end. He was the one who became good. There was good in him, and Luke 
pulled it out of him. And the I final, mean, the final. He, when point. you frame it from the prequels, no, no, you I can mean even from the. I have that. I nah, think it's still nah, Anakin's nah. story. This is no. It is still it's Vader's not a redemption story. story. It is. It is. It's re- a forgiveness story. But it is also it is also a redemption because he becomes part of the the. the yeah, force it's Luke's and, redemption story. He no longer wants to, you know, put a white hot blade through that guy's face. He wants to make him come be okay again. Yeah, I don't. I guess being I, I don't. Luke, I yeah. never saw Luke turning towards the Dark Lord. That's what I loved about the ending. It was was he could be mad, he could be angry, and when the Empire comes, oh up, goes, yeah, goes, oh now you've turned to the dark side. I was like, why? Because I got mad at one point. Yeah, I, no, that's know, I, that fine. is the thing. I'm just gonna whine about it. That is the thing that was <laughs> not as much as sort of did in oddly between prequels. the lines. The, when you see Return of the Jedi with without the prequels, but then you bring the prequels in, and you're like, oh yeah, that's because everybody. Including all these thousands of Jedi are complete idiots. Oh yes, yes. About the force. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I'm angry. I have. I've turned to the dark side. Yes. So okay. So the the new movie I think is going to be very exciting. I think it's it's going to be fun. And and December 18th. Like um, I don't know how many times. Are, I'm gonna are we going to have it. a watch party? I think we need to have a watch party. And I think. Yeah. I, and here's the thing. I my prediction for Star Wars is that it will be the number one movie of 2016. At 2015 and the number one movie of 2016 mm-hmm. because it's coming out so late mm. that there will be, I mean, geeks like us, we will go see it the opening weekend. Mm-hmm. We will go see it and there will be people who will go see it on Christmas, but mostly they're not. That and that's totally the whole Christmas holiday. Christmas. There will be people who will wait until January to go see it. And if we do a watch party, I should just say because of Phantom Menace, I don't do midnight showings. Amen. Thank you. Mm-mm. And it's specifically because of Phantom Menace because... I was trying really hard not to make eye contact with the next wave of people as I was coming out. Yeah. They were all still so they happy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, the, and the, the rest of us were not. They still had that beautiful, yeah. hopeful look in their yeah. eye. They did. That, they did. That I just remember that twinkle. And the, wor- the worst part were the people who kind of noticed that everybody coming out was, was not doing well. Yeah. And, the, and then you were like, oh, definitely don't make eye contact with those people. Right. They're figuring so, well, it out. Yeah. I don't do midnight shows because of Phantom Menace. Amen. Now, I, I don't go to midnight shows because I'm old. But I, that's it's also because I'm a grown up. I, yeah. I like I like to go see. I'll, I'll go see it, especially I, my actual favorite time to go see is Saturday mornings, mm. because even in totally opening game weekends, for Saturday morning, Saturday show. morning, no one's there. Yeah, you know, you, you'll still have a packed room, but it's not a line or anything like that. No. So we'll do that. We'll all go on Saturday. We'll grab our right, we'll grab our significant cool. others and maybe even our kids if we want to go, and we'll go that Saturday of the that it opens. So, so Mark we, and I are come, and anybody, like, yes, have to and be there anybody out there is listening and is a fun fan of Okie Geek Podcast. You come join us. Yeah. We'll just fill it up with Okie Bring geeks. your December towel. December 18th. We'll do this. So Early morning showing. December 19th. December uh, 19th. Or, no. Wait, no, it's 18th still because the night showing would no, no, be no. usually no. not. Friday. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Actually, though, is that a Friday? It's because Friday I bet it opens 18th. the Wednesday oh, before no matter what they say Saturday. the opening You know, I've got yeah. a calendar right here. Hold on a second. I've got, Hold on. Got, I think yeah, Age of Ultron did that. No, it's December 18th. I'm fairly certain it's a December 18th is a Friday. I'll still bet it comes out on the 16th. No, no. They did it, that no. to Age of Ultron. The opening date no, was a Friday, and they opened it Wednesday anyway. It's possible, but I, I think what they'll do is, and here's what here's because the then it counts for the whole weekend box office. Mm-hmm. Yes. that's what that's well, the plan. But what now? What they've been doing recently, and I, I wonder if they'll do this because I actually did get to watch when Retur- when Return of the King came out. They decided to show the uncut versions of. Fellowship of the Rings. They did a whole two towers, and I sat and watched it. Yeah. I spent eleven hours at I AMC did too. theater. I did too. 
Yeah, <laughs> I totally was there. To you. Um, and 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 so and they did this. They they did they've done that with the the others, the the Marvels as well. Well, yeah, they did that so, with Marvels. Did the did that with the Hobbit movies? I did a yes. feature on that. Um, yeah. Although I would I could not sit and watch all the Hobbit. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> um, but I I can I I'm I'm pretty sure they'll do something where they have. I don't know if they'll show the prequels, but they will at least show four, five, and six because those are coming out in the next few months anyway. Just, yeah, I read. Them. I read a strong rumor that they might hit Netflix, the, like that, like in preparation. Which I watch them again. Yeah. But I, I used to, when my son was much younger, um, I had DVR'd all six of the movies, and my son, I would put him to bed and I'd let him watch before he went to sleep. I'd let him watch, and I'd say, "Give me number one through six, and he'd give me oh three. Then I'd put Aww. on Revenge of the Sith. Oh four, great. I put in a New Hope, and and so. So I would love to have them on Netflix where I can just go, you know, I'm kind of in the mood to watch Empire. <laughs> and I don't have to get out my DVD and put it on my Blu-ray and, you know, all of a sudden I can actually go. God, I can't. Why can't you be, I I can't be bothered to put the like, stuff the off the dish. shelf and in a tray? It's yeah. ridiculous. I live in the future, man. There was a time we didn't have remote controls. I know. So if you're thinking about going to see Star Wars and thinking it's going to be about Luke, Han, and Leia, and it still certainly could, don't. Don't expect that. Right. Don't expect yeah, I mean, that it's going to be. Yeah, I and that's the other thing is, is there is there, there's there's no reason to stay that there's an entire galaxy that's been built here. Yeah. Um, one of the things I mean, a lot of people complain about George Lucas from the prequels, but I mean, really, his galaxy building, the fact that he has created now other authors, other artists have really built on this. I think that I think that there's a whole galaxy out there that people can really enjoy, and I think that's what the, the next movie, the next whole set of movies are going to be about is other people. Mm-hmm. Not about the main three, which is good. I think Since decrepit Han depresses me, that makes me very happy. <laughs> Aww, it's poor really Han. It's yeah, sad, it and I don't. It makes me sad because it's indie too. Uh, yeah, I miss that just one. Freaks me out. Yeah. It's like when you finally realize your grandpa's old, and you're just like, oh. Yeah. Or that, or or that there was a time when he wasn't, <laughs> and you're like, Indiana what Jones. the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I Josh. I am actually unexpectedly. Okay, I'm going to chime in on with like high fives to a couple other things. I am unexpectedly excited about Star Wars all of a sudden because I, I mentioned a couple of shows ago that I had gotten that humble bundle and we were listening yeah. to the mm-hmm. the radio play version of A New Hope and um, I mean between that and um. I don't know. We were in the toy aisle and I was like, oh, I sort of care about some of this stuff. <laughs> I'm having yeah little glimmers and. The um, the Marvel comics series, Star Wars, uh, Darth Vader, and Princess Leia that are filling in. And I guess uh, I'm mentioning those because they just hit Marvel Unlimited, which is how I read most of my oh, Marvel okay. comics. So I'm some months behind. But those that, that start after uh, that fill in between A New Hope and Empire mm-hmm. are just unexpectedly good i mean not that i expected Leia's them to be junk story but is great yeah her, her, like her the people who Alderaan, it's it, got yeah. into a room and said this what story are we going to tell what makes sense mm-hmm. about leia after uh after a new hope and that she's yeah she's gathering up alderanians that survived and watching vader uh kind of on the outs with, with the, uh with the emperor part, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. is that's the deal like he's trying oh, to get his really good yeah, yeah he's yeah. trying to get his place back because yeah. and luke's trying to figure out his place as a as mm-hmm. a as a jedi you know that they don't know anything about it does really it's pretty yeah, yeah. It unexpectedly like what they could have done anything mm-hmm. and and they actually stopped and said let's let's think about what stories make sense here and what mm-hmm. haven't we seen before because we haven't really seen like um well, I feel like from a writer's perspective, the Darth Vader thing is like, how do we make Vader the centerpiece of a of a story when he is 
you know, the biggest badass and everybody. I mean, you know, he just walks through everybody. In yeah. fact, when he shows up in Star Wars, he just waltzes through yes. everybody. Like mm-hmm. he is a yeah, terrifying force of nature through the Star Wars uh, comic book. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like that picks up right after A New Hope. He he happens to show up where they're doing an op and, and it goes pear-shaped just because yeah. he's there. Oh, yeah. But then you Lord, read, you immediately shit, go back over to um to his own book and he's thinking about that as this giant horror show that he completely yeah. mishandled. It's yeah, it's pretty fast. Read Lords of the Sith. You will enjoy it. I saw that that was available um, now too. I've, so. I've read every book. I'm so I'm actually kind of proud of this. I've actually read every book except for Tarkin and mm-hmm. I just didn't really care that much to read about Tarkin. Um, Grand Moff Tarkin. I don't know the episode deal, but... he showed up um on uh Oh, he's great Clone in Re- Wars. Oh, Clone Wars. And he's also in Rebels. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's well. He's still like a like a Republic functionary, I guess, or a military yes. guy in in Clone Wars. And it was I was like, ooh, that's pretty. Yeah. Cool. And he shows up in Where and I loved him when he showed up in Rebel. in Rebels. Uh, Disney XD. Um, but you might you can't get it unless you got cable. If you got yeah. cable, you can watch it in Disney XD. It'll Disney and Netflix are pals. They will. It'll, they it'll will. get there eventually. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and I, I want to watch it. Personally, I'm just going to buy them from iTunes because I, 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 it's the two. There's only two shows now that I've lost, not had cable, that I will, uh, that I will buy, and that's Doctor Who and and Rebels. I'll, yeah. I'll buy those from uh, iTunes just because I want them. Totally. Anywhere, I don't even care. Is, I don't even care. Yeah. Just give me. A, I feel like I have a lot of homework <laughs> now, especially well, with the Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, oh, that sounds good. It's really and unexpected. Because I didn't care. Like when the Star Wars, when Force Awakens trailer came uh-huh. out, I was like, I this have is gonna be no, dumb. no, it, I just, no, it wasn't I that, felt. I just didn't care. <laughs> it's, I just had no, no connection. Yeah. And, and now I'm like, well, if they're going to make effort, fine. Well, that's right. the thing you know? is they d- put so much into building up this movie that's coming out. Right. I mean, with books, comics, games, app games. I mean, they're really putting their budget out there for yeah. the, for promotion and uh, Disney it money sounds like it's yeah. good. Yeah, it, it's um, what saved uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, on uh, you, you put you put butts in the seat for Guardians of the Galaxy. So on yep. the TV side, I actually saw a a uh, longish listeners may recall that the end of Arrow season three left me curious about my future with Arrow. So I saw a trailer for season four, and I'm like, well, I'm very interested. Okay. Fine. Now that's no guarantee. Because they have quite a hole to dig their way out of, but I, but at least I mean it, the setup and it's a trailer. I know all that stuff, yeah. but it looks that's new, and I'm like, hey, hey, I might care about you again. Yeah. That, that's maybe exciting. if you're lucky. I, my my only problem is the fact that I really have a problem with the fact that I won't I won't leave a show. I I am horrible about it. Yeah, I, Lost I cured am, me of that. Well, no, even see, I stuck with Lost all the way through. Now, if a show and, is, and, and I will stick with a show. And I mean, right now we're watching. We 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 watched Community. We're now watching Community on Yahoo, and it's gotten so disappointing. My wife and I so are like, sorry. I think we're done watching it, and I'm like, but I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I have to see it through. I have to see it through the I, end. I could see myself hanging with Arrow if it's middling because they've got me for Flash and they've got me for Supergirl and right. they've probably got me for Legends. So I could see like what's one more 44 minute increment of my life each week if if up. I'm getting the rest of this. Well, sure. Yeah. Buffy but, uh, watcher. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Unexpectedly excited about both Star Wars and Arrow season 4. Yeah, I was really surprised how excited I got about Star Wars cuz me and my son recently watched all of them, the prequels and oh. the originals. And because I had never seen him before, 
before like six months ago my friend was like you haven't seen them that's here's crazy. all the blu-rays yeah, I, don't, wow. I don't understand how i know that's, and uh, like when you were talking about you know i can understand someone liking the prequels and also liking but i can't understand someone i get i got that because like Okay, I didn't really like the prequels that much, but they were entertaining yeah. enough. They, my son liked them. Yeah, my son, yeah. my son loves. Uh, my wife loves uh, Jar Jar Binks. They love Jar Jar Binks. Honestly, they love it. honestly, coming out of Return of the Jedi, we can't be surprised, even twenty years later, that that the age mm-hmm. target continued to skew down. Of course, it did. I mean, that's was... why that's why I say that the people who were kids when the prequels came out think that the originals look like junk, and yes. they don't care. Because yeah. it's like the, I, I'm sure I've said this on a show before, the the whole golden age of comics thing. What's the golden age of comics? Eight years old. Eight. <laughs> that's right. Eight to 12. That's that's it. Yeah. Like whenever you come in, that's, yeah. you know. And so if your your golden age of Star Wars is eight and you were eight for the prequels. Mm-hmm. That's right. The other ones are, they're I, I, just going to look, because they they, are, they do kind of look like junk. Oh, I like, I mean, they were done <laughs> yeah, on no, I mean. they were. They were done on models and they. I mean, look, yes. comparatively, I, I really like. The original Clash of the Titans, but it came out the same year as Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. It's like how, and I love Ray Harryhausen. The man does amazing work. I love the fact that they hired a couple of actual actors for Clash of the Titans. I love but when it comes down to it, yeah. you're like, how does Ray Harryhausen get up the next morning? <laughs> like that. He, I mean, he, that guy had a heck of a ride. But how do you get up the day after you open the same weekend as Empire Strikes yeah. Back and go, well, I guess I'm done. Well. Yeah. Like what? They're, what they're, am I? And there, are, and there are many shows that came out when we were kids that uh, have not stood. I mean, I look back at them and go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, Here's my other so TV many. thing I'm super excited about. I feel Still. that way with a lot of what? animes that I used to watch. Yeah, and go back and it's like, "Oh my god, this wasn't even good. Why yeah. did I even watch?" This? Even even, Ra- even Raiders. When I saw the end of Raiders, I went, "Oh, that special effects." So that's <laughs> actually the it's only amazing. part of Raiders that doesn't hold that doesn't that doesn't age well. Right, the, like, it's special yeah. and actually the the, 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 the ghost, like the scary yeah. angel thing, that holds together. The good. face melting is pretty good, mm-hmm. but just some of that like smoke and yeah. fire. Well, it's obviously it's obviously animation. Yeah, now, it doesn't. Back then, you didn't, you know, it wasn't as obvious. So, what are you excited about in TV? Okay, uh, because because you because, you because you mentioned shows that you liked as a child. Uh, so last weekend, I binged watched uh, Girl Meets World. The sequel, uh-huh. sort of, to Boy Meets World, Boy yeah. Meets World. yeah, which um, was amazing. It was, was it really? I watched really? the, uh, yeah, I mean, it's exactly, di- yeah, no, it delivers 100% on the promise. Awesome. Like, I'm watching the pilot going, oh, God, this might be terrible. And then the next thing I know, uh, Netflix was checking my pulse. <laughs> like, I have nice. never actually watched so are long that Netflix them? made sure. Are you wow. still, are you no, because there? my house is terrible at binge watching. Well, I was going to say, yeah. But. Yeah, no, I, it was, and it's amazing. There's like 21 episodes. I watched them over the course of like three days. I I could have turned right back around and watched all of them again. Wow, it's, that's awesome. That's a lot of fun. They're amazing. Yeah, and, and things that I'm excited about as far as TV goes, BBC, the mention that was today, that BBC is going to have its own streaming I in the U.S. I know. So, uh, but does it cost get money? Get out more of your money. Well, it's probably going to cost. It's probably going to cost like six ninety nine or whatever. But I will pay, I will pay. to get. Uh, <laughs> let's see some of the stuff from my from my childhood. Um, uh, 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 oh, Python's Flying Circus. They're going in the Wayback Machine. Faulty it's Towers. not just new stuff. Blake Seven. Yeah. Are you being served? The goodies. All these things that could easily be in Netflix. Oh man, if they start I mean, giving me BBC Netflix, if they start giving me Avengers episodes and what? Danger Man, yes. All these, and so they were talking about the, the fact that not only could it be good, now Doctor Dang Who it, BBC. or New Who, <laughs> yeah, New Who and um, and uh, and Sherlock probably not. 
because they're all still in deals with them. But um, classic Doctor Who, my goodness, let's actually have every episode of Classic Who Honest out there instead of Hulu service. and Netflix, which show bits and pieces mm-hmm. and not even in any relative okay. order whatsoever. And I will watch any Jane Austen movie the BBC wants right? to give me. Any, <laughs> I any love those. Any history. I mean, that's what the BBC does. Yeah. I love um, Jane Austen movies. So. I just watched the BBC. No, oh, I know. I just didn't watch the BBC, and, and so I'm yeah, very excited. I'm re- I saw that and was really excited Man, that, about that's it. super exciting. That's, that's my childhood with my dad. So real-world thing that oh, I no. know some people in this room are excited about. Next Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. at Slaughter's Hall. I'm there. There is a confluence of Me nerds. Too. Confluence of nerds. What? Yes. Yeah. I know nothing about this. You're just supposed to show up and uh, talk about nerd stuff. And drink beer and eat the food, when is and it? it's pretty good. Next Wednesday, the twenty third. What time? Six to ten. I'll be at work. Is cosplay encouraged? Um, I haven't heard, so I'm just <laughs> going to go ahead and make an executive decision. I was that yes, say, why? Uh, Chef Jonathan Groth, who has invited say, should we, should we everybody, say, hey, I'm borrowing his authority to say <laughs> cosplay is encouraged. Cosplay is encouraged. I, Honestly, you know what? You show up in a halfway decent cosplay, your first beer is on me. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll say to evil. Oh, I might. Oh, okay. Do it. Do uh, it. But do that it. costume's not working out. I'm going to have to fall back Aww. to tuxedo mask. Yeah. By the okay. way, I was thinking also for, for Star Wars, Flagons and Dragons, when it opens in December, we need to have a watch party. Oh, definitely. That's a great idea. Definitely. And we should watch. Did you hear that? You, you, you Beyond know, notice. You know about the, the, uh, the machete order, right? Oh, yeah. The machete order of watching Star Wars? No. Oh, it's awesome. Watch, Google you that. Watch, you watch four... <laughs> A New Hope uh-huh. you watch 5 Empire Strikes Back so at the end of Empire Strikes Back you find out that Luke's father is yeah, Darth Vader no. so he's Anakin Skywalker yeah. so now then you go back to and they say actually go back to 2 yeah no do but, that don't because nothing important happens, happens in, in Phantom one. Menace but if, if you want to you can go back to Phantom Menace and you watch Anakin's, Nobody wants Anakin's to do story <laughs> and then so you watch 1, 2, 3 so 4, 5 1, 2, 3 and then you go to 6 and then you, you watch the whole oh. thing Called machete order. Why and is it called machete order? I think just because you're, you're cutting it, you're cutting it right in. I actually think it was like machete movie blog or something. That <laughs> put it up. It might have been nice. something okay. like but that. But you're basically cutting the, mach- the, the the prequels into the middle of the original. Yeah, that's a good and idea. It works. My wife and I watched it that way, and it is brilliant. So much so that when even with the new changes that they did at the very end, when Anakin shows up, and I have never been a fan of that, <laughs> but at the very end of it. When that happened, this is the first time my wife had really sat down and watched it. When he appears, my wife went, <gasps> oh, she gasped. She did wow. not know what was going to happen. There was the, we there was the Anakin that. that she had always known. Mm-hmm. When this old guy that who appears for like five seconds and tells, tells sister, I, uh, you were right. It's the boy mm-hmm. that she had spent, you know, six hours watching <laughs> appears at the very end as, he, as she knew him. And it was to her, it was a beautiful moment. And so... It was that moment I went, oh, now I, I understand why Lucas did I would that. really like to have that moment, but instead, I was happy when he fell in the lava. <laughs> me too. Like, oh, finally. Because that's the punishment you deserve for making me sit through Thank this. Six, six to six yeah. and a half hours. I have hours to say of, the uh, acting of Anakin and the prequels it was, was, I, okay, was painful. Okay. Well, it wasn't. That's it not Hayden Christensen. No, it was the writing. Lucas's is writing. Because writing. it's a direction. Because Natalie Portman also showed up 
and could have just been yeah. a Natalie made Portman of cardboard cutout. Like mm-hmm. it's, and, yeah. and, 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 and Obi-Wan, I mean, they were all so very okay, I like you and McGregor. They're, they're very talented <laughs> actors. Do. All very talented actors. Uh, but I mean, his kind of yeah. like, um, flat, like yeah. his 60s spy version of, of uh, Obi-Wan, I was, that was about the only high point. I kind of okay, want him to go like might be full back. Austin Powers. He might be coming back. They're, they're thinking about a TV show. Yeah, that would be really Of him on Tatooine. Really? The, the, That's the, right, because we talked about times. that. It'd be yes. like Kung yeah. Fu. Yes. So much yes, homework. Exactly. <laughs> Snatch the bubble out of my head. Oh, okay, we got to stop here. Okay, we're my goodness. One hour, clonk. Okay, uh, so that's our show. You can find us on Twitter at Okie Geek Podcast. You can also like our new Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast, and send us an email with comments. Please, we would love to hear your comments. Okie Geek Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And where can people find each of you, Devin? You can find me on the World Wide Web at Wubba, W-U-V-V-A. And Nikki. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Retro Robinson, and I also help run the Facebook page, and I will answer any questions anyone has there. Um, at Joshua Unruh, J-O-S-H-U-A-U-N-R-U-H. And I'm going to be in Florida at Speculative Fiction Southeast next weekend, so my Twitter feed might actually be interesting for a change. There we go. And also, uh, just a, a little programming note, in two weeks there is going to be FrackFest, and so we're hoping to go live there at FrackFest. Uh, it'll be Friday. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So hopefully Friday we can come in and we can just do some stuff and interview some people. So we're hoping to be a part of FrackFest at Paramount. So basically, take and Josh will not be there. Josh will I be will at sadly Atlanta be gone. So everyone else, mark everything out of your calendar. <laughs> FrackFest. You're committed. That's right. Get fracked. Come meet us. It's going to be fantastic. Um, and we want to meet you. Yes. And and uh, I'm at KOSU Michael C. You can follow and find me there. Be sure and subscribe to our podcast and rate us and leave a comment. We finally got a comment. We finally got a rate. And I was trying to look it up Weird. beforehand. And it's so sweet. It is wonderful. It is a Aww. lovely comment. And was it my mom? No. <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. She hasn't figured out how podcasts work yet. <laughs> I understand. She'll that. never know that I said that. She's never going to figure it <laughs> out. My mom's doing the same thing. She's trying to pawn off that like it's trying to install cookies. And she's not comfortable with that. <laughs> I always worry and that I'm when like, I get older, I'm going to be like the grandpa with the blinking 12 on If you don't, like don't want to listen to the podcast, VCR. it's okay. Yeah, you could like, just say I don't You can just say it. No, no, in my mom's case, it is actually, I don't know. How my mom, mine is too, because she totally wants to I, hear I it. I hope I'm not like that when I get to the <laughs> We can only hope, Michael. Um, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> until next right. time, uh, for Nikki Robinson, Devin Green, and Joshua Unruh, I'm Michael Cross reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.